0: Good evening, boys and ghouls. This podcast is rated E for explicit. So keep those little ears at bay lest I drain them of all life's essence, leaving a lifeless husk upon the floor. <laughs> coming back
1: to another thrilling episode of Go Fuck Yourself nope, podcast nope nope,
2: nope. You you cannot you cannot keep doing this.
1: But why? You
2: cannot keep coming I, back here.
1: But I am your friend the damn. No,
2: you are literally sleeping in the studio. I have noticed I sleep this.
1: upside down in your closet and watch you. That's also you horrifying. You sleep peacefully, the sleep of the dead.
2: It is bad enough that you have been living on the compound this whole time, but I, I you cannot keep talking on our episodes. I'm sorry. But
1: Brett said that I could. No, Brett is
2: just no. trying hey. to use an excuse so that Brett. he doesn't have to come in and record.
3: Brett, get in here. What? Now, come on, we're recording. What? Bella's got my part. No, fuck him. Get in here and record. It's your no, goddamn show. Of, don't
1: say fuck him. He's cool.
3: No, yeah, he's my cousin. He's creepy. I know. He's
2: very creepy, and I don't want him recording Just all let of our him episodes. Do it this time. Get in here, Bella. Get out. Just let him do it. Bella, out now. Out. Colorado.
1: <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. I guess I have to do the intro because uh, it's not cool enough to have a dead vampire do it. Uh, so he's anyway, he's not a
2: vampire. He's an actor. He's an actor. He is not a not method a
1: actor, and don't you dare discount the work that he does. It's incredible that he is dead and is here, like I am Daniel Day Lewis.
2: Look, guys, I should admit I'm a little frustrated with Bella uh-huh. um, because ultimately I feel like, and this is maybe just me, I don't know if he does it to you guys. It is. I wake up every morning to him looking at me. Like inches from my face. Yeah, who wouldn't want to sure wake up
1: okay. near a movie star? I don't want that though. Yeah, he's a nice guy. You should give him a chance. What
2: what 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 are we doing? What's?
1: Do you want me to do an intro for this? I think Bella nailed it. All right, if yeah, you, I mean, you already him heard him. Going, that would have been the perfect opener. He was going to do all the bits that I normally do. He was going to talk about Persian cats and all that other shit that we usually talk about. Bella, and you missed out on that.
2: Bella, come on back in. No. Bella, I'm sorry I said all those things.
1: You are a dick.
2: Bella, Bella, it's just like I, I have a vision for how this show works. Ugh. I, I have a vision here, and, like, there's a bit, and there's a routine, and there's everything, and I get it. We're changing a lot in this season, and that's fine. This is, this is the first episode of our new format, so I'm a little, like, I'm under pressure right now. I did a lot of writing. I, 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 I'm just a little neurotic, and I apologize or my tone earlier, Bella. However, I do think it's important for all of us to acknowledge that Brett is clearly using you to not do work himself. So, this is more anger directed at Brett and not you, Bella. So, I hope you will accept my apologies. I accept. Please stop watching me sleep. Go ahead and do the intro. Let him, just watch him sleep. Make sure he's okay.
1: Welcome back to the thrilling episode of Golf. Fuck yourself podcast, <laughs> an American podcast. Here we
0: are, surrounded in our creepy castle on a mountain with murdered bodies strewn about everywhere after I've reaped
1: out their throats and bathed in their blood. You know the virgin. Everybody,
2: actually, Bella, I'm so sorry. We're actually good. We're going to start the Colorado episode from here. You did this a great job. This episode
1: is about Colorado, the spookiest state in. America.
2: Thank you so much. Brett, are you ready to roll on this? They have also the God, Persian
1: God, cat. God, oh,
2: man. They, we do have uh, a Persian he did
1: cat. It. He, did the, he said it. He look, said it. You can't Persian tell me cat. that
2: wasn't better than my intro. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brett, for making this uh, now a staple of our show. Thank you're you. welcome.
1: And you know what, listeners? You're welcome too.
2: So, we're talking about Colorado. Colorado, huh? Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, look at that. The oh. mile high state. Let me, let me because get they some
3: can of sell weed. Oh, well. Colorado there goes here. that fun uh, fact.
2: Because we are <laughs> talking about Colorado, we are now <laughs> legally allowed to smoke weed at the table. Exactly. Yeah, so that's, that's how it works. It's yeah. trans Because we're talking about
1: We're it. talking about the state. Their laws apply. It's like the ocean. Yeah. You know, when you're on the ocean, ocean law applies. Absolutely. And I am
2: in the ocean of Colorado
3: in my uh-huh. mind right we're now. I am literally swimming in grass.
1: A <laughs> floating seas of weed and uh, mountains, and uh, there uh, are Rocky Mountain High, right, guys? Yeah, 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 like that skiing, skiing hit
2: those hit those white slopes, you know. Yep. Hashtag Breckenridge. Yeah, that's right. That's Breckenridge co- Porter. That's a beer. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep. yep. that's. That's about all as much as I know about Colorado.
2: Oh, uh, I do know that uh, like three of my exes all moved to Colorado. All of my exes live in Texas. (laughs) Yeah, I wish they had moved to Texas so I could make that joke. But yeah, no, three exes moved to Colorado. The majority
1: of my exes live in the same city as me, and it's (laughs) really awkward.
2: Yeah, well, I'd like that a little bit more than knowing I can't travel to a state. Yeah, I
1: mean, you, you can. Like it's a big state. When you go to the grocery store, you may run into one or two. Who knows? Depending on your luck that that's day. That's a good point. That That is like my nightmare.
2: <laughs> Man, one day that's going to happen to you, I
1: too. I know. Because I've happen. built up such negative karma in my life. <laughs> yeah. That's the good news great. is
3: if you go to Colorado, you've got a lot of land to hide in. The federal government owns like... A third of the land in Colorado, so you can just go hide in a nature preserve, and nobody's going to find you.
1: Wow, that was a solid uh, segue into Fun Facts there,
2: Nick. I'm so glad we gave you Fun Facts. Can right? I just say that I used to get so mad about Fun Facts, and I think it was because it's not just that Victor's Fun Facts were um, uh, lifeless, but like, and I'm going to use a dick joke here, they were just very <laughs> limp and flaccid, right? Like, yeah. he was yep. just waving around this limp and flaccid thing, and I'm not going to say That's that you're for the first arre- dick like, joke of the new season. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're, you're definitely, you're, not, you're you're, you're, half mass. Right? Yeah, like, I'm ready. Like, I'm not pushing this rope into you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's
2: number two. <laughs> anyway. That wasn't number two yet. <laughs> Speaking of number two, Colorado has the second, I don't actually have a thing. There. Oh, Believe it or not, really Colorado
3: doesn't have a lot of number two things. Colorado has the highest mean altitude of all the states, and it has the. What's oh, its problem? Why is it so mean? <laughs> Thanks for listening everybody.
2: Oh. It's so good to be back.
1: It really what is. What else tell me more about Colorado?
3: They have more microbreweries per capita than any other state. More than Oregon? More than Oregon. Wow. They have more it, breweries. This is per person. Oh, this they is literally like measure their microbreweries per oh. person in Colorado. That's how many there are. Huh.
2: So like how do you know if it's good or not?
3: Like you
1: keep drinking beer. until the guy you don't at work tells know the you difference. That it's super good and he won't shut the fuck up. About
2: it. <laughs> hey, I feel like we all have that guy. Yeah. If, if, it's probably us.
1: If yeah. you
3: have
2: that guy in your place of work, go ahead and tweet at us. Yeah. And send us a picture of that guy.
3: At uh, lore Amazon Prime <laughs> <laughs> That's our official Twitter.
2: At Lore TV show. Uh yeah. Yep. At go fuck myself. <laughs>
1: None of those are our podcasts. Not at all.
3: Ours is Echo Folk Podcast on Twitter.
2: Oh, we get it. You manage social media poorly. I've used it. Recently.
1: He has
3: for the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Check out that deep fulking. Yeah, Oh I'm, well, Hit
1: subscribe and watch our great content. And by watch I mean listen. Pew pew watch with your Hey guys, ears. everybody, it's Brett here just tell <laughs> That was my YouTube guy. Smash always. that like
3: button
2: and subscribe. <laughs> give us sling
1: us some content. Before Show Before
2: we begin, go ahead and rate us five stars if you like us. And if not s- No, that one's five important. Stars. Send
1: me an unsolicited dick pic to my personal
2: phone.
3: <laughs> At Victoronline.com. <laughs>
2: Uh, But I will say, actually, guys, uh, speaking of social media, before we probably get bombarded with more fun facts here, uh, we uh, do have some new bonuses for those of you who follow us on Patreon. Bonuses! Make sure to check out our Patreon, because if you subscribe, uh, not only could you get access uh, to our subreddit where we will give you your own exclusive piece of flair written by bill himself of bill pleasure palace fame wow the wow. away value. from prison <laughs> bill, bill flair he he had a lot to do in prison but it's rick flair's brother <laughs> <Bill> flair. <laughs> oh what if that is bill's last name that'd be great it is anyway now it is canonically he's bill, bill, bill is flair. like share he doesn't have a last name he's just bill share flair seal bill share flair uh and Family Love Michael. We also have a Discord channel that if you are a Patreon subscriber, you can join our Discord and be part of our group chat.
3: Hang on a minute. You mean to tell me I can talk to the stars of my favorite mediocre podcast you on can. Discord? You absolutely that can. has hundreds of listeners. <laughs> wow.
2: What a great time. But you can also interact with other listeners and ask questions like is Brett gay? Yep. But really, is Brett gay? I'm not it.
1: going to answer that because sexuality is a spectrum.
2: And, yes, I'm on it somewhere. (laughs) All the way to the left. So, yeah. Who uh, cares? So, Patreon. Check out our Patreon. Uh, Go ahead and look at it. We also are going to have some awesome T-shirts, stickers, buttons, pins, whatever the hell we decide on.
3: Fleeps, florps, whatever. You'll see.
2: You go ahead and if you, if you, if you, if you... If you give us some money. Yeah, gonna, you'll get stuff. We're going to give you we'll some give shit. We'll give you stuff. We're going to give you some shit. That's and how capitalism works. You that give pays us stuff. for our marketing. That pays for our hosting fees. That pays for our equipment. And it pays for our massage therapist that lives in the compound. I mm-hmm. fucking love Deborah. It does not pay for the insurance that the Quidditch team has been so desperately asking for. Because, and again, it is not a sanctioned sport. And no part of Go Folk Yourself supports Quidditch.
1: We do not. Quidditch is for losers. It
2: doesn't make sense. The point structure literally is broken, and the game is not as exciting as people think it is. Except for
3: that one Quidditch World Cup where Bulgaria caught the snitch, but Ireland still won. That was pretty exciting.
2: That wasn't that exciting. You literally look at that and go, what the fuck was Victor Crumb thinking? He's good. There's no logic to it. What he part of, to does he star. look like a logic man to you? No, he, he's, he's a quidditch guy. He's one of guy. the best seekers in the world. He's I good at
3: catching a thing, not good at math You're and not stuff. a good
2: seeker just because you can catch things. You're a good seeker because you know how to win.
3: Next time on Deep Vulking. <laughs> Anyway, Colorado. What
2: else you got for us? Fun facts.
3: I do know that Colorado comes from the Spanish words for colored red because the Spanish explorers that got there looked around and they saw, a saw lot of, all of the red earth around them, and yeah, they're like, good. "Well, that shit's colored red." Glad that's really where scared. that was going. I was Glad really that's scared where. Because that... I
2: also know that Colorado had one of the largest Native American populations in first the early nations. days. First, first nations, first
1: nations. You racist. So sorry. Had
2: one of the largest First Nations populations, uh, uh, and I was really scared that it came from a. Racist epitaph. Sure didn't. Did not.
1: It just, uh, that Spaniard was like, ah, this place is red. Red place. Guys,
2: I'm running out of ideas for state names. So I'm just going to, my favorite color is red. So I'm just going to name the state color
3: red. He's like, I came up with Louisiana for King Louis and I came up with Colorado because it shits colored red. That is such a lazy place name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the color red. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I mean, Florida is flowerland. That's yeah, a better name. Look at all name. the flowers, is it- though. It's a,
1: it has land. It's a swamp. It says land. It's Why? my swamp. <laughs> it's swamp. It's my
2: swamp. It has no flowers. <laughs> Don't, Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Capaldi. Dr. Doctor Doctor Clara. <laughs> That is a joke out there for the bleaches, which I have to assume watch Doctor Who because they're in Britain and I think it is legally required. That's mm-hmm.
1: You have to watch every episode and then be prepared to talk about it at your uh, ministry meetings. Ministry yeah. of Doctor Who. Ministry
3: of Silly Walks. <laughs> I think it's just
2: Ministry of BBC
1: at this point. Ah, We just roll good. it all together. The Ministry of Love. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 1984 joke, guys. I just read that recently. It was good. I need to reread it. Was that's not... another episode. What does this
2: have to do with Colorado?
1: Colorado is, uh, was founded as a state in the year 1984. Oh,
2: I didn't know
3: that. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> what, a, what a great fun
1: fact. Yeah, it's very recent. It was our 50th state. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what I do know is everybody's favorite food, the cheeseburger, is actually claimed to be invented in Denver. No the tra- shit. The trademark for the name cheeseburger was awarded in 1935 to Louis Ballast.
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. So the hamburger came from Hamburg, Germany, yeah? No. Come from Hamburg, but you're telling me that no one in Germany thought to put cheese on the hamburger? Yeah, That was a uh,
1: relatively foreign concept to them.
3: <laughs> they didn't have American <laughs> cheese in Germany.
2: Ah, I see. They weren't very big on the cheeses either, just really the sausages and mm-hmm. the beers. We have the
3: schnitzel and we have the Hamburg. What else could you want? The beers.
1: Those are literally all the perfect foods.
2: Yeah, no, I love German cuisine. Me too. Uh, yes. This episode brought to you by Biergarten in Epcot, because it is the <laughs> best restaurant in Disney property. Isn't and that good? if you're visiting, you need to go. Is yes. it good? Yeah. Yes. You yes. can get Das Boot. It is a little pricey, but it is a buffet. Uh, so I can get sick. Brett, you you're at Epcot. Sick, You've been drinking all day. So you're probably sick. Because yeah. it's just a shit ton of meat and potatoes and just so it's like, uh... vinegared stuff. Oh, God,
1: that sounds amazing. It's so good. That sounds like that uh, Brazilian place. but better. Texas Day Brazil? Better. Better.
2: Texas Day Brazil is great because they just bring you meat and they keep putting it on your plate. But even that, uh, at Disney, they've got a place called Ohana's that does the same thing but with Hawaiian cuisine. What? And that's really good. It's just
3: pineapples. They just continue to slice pineapples. Pineapples
2: on ham, pineapples on shrimp, pineapples on pineapples. But not
3: pineapples on pizza, God damn it. (laughs) They know. <laughs> they know what's up. Even the pineapple like on pizza is absolutely delicious. Stop it. it! They got pineapple <laughs>
2: on on their shrimp. They got pineapple <laughs> on their pineapple. They got pineapples on their ham. They got pineapples on the table as decoration. Pineapple that's pineapples that's
1: afraid of disappointing their father. <laughs> pineapples <laughs> with sexual hangups.
2: Pineapples that without. don't know what apples are. Anyway, <laughs> more about Colorado, please. Yeah, please, Nick. I need you to just start rapid fire. All gotta right, rapid facts. fire. We're You're gonna in do this. to the section here. Chief.
3: Yeah, we're derailing in, you. In Fruta, the town folks celebrate Mike the Headless Chicken Day, which seems that a farmer named L. A. Olson cut off Mike's head on September tenth, nineteen forty-five, in anticipation Never of a chicken dinner. That chicken had other plans though, because Mike lived for another four years without a head. What the fuck? The chicken just refused How to it die. did not die. They it didn't they have fed a head. it with a. Eye dropper, so they would like pick up like the food and then bloop 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 down like, its throat hole,
1: like baby bird it, like it exactly up, like baby it bird a, it,
2: a syringe and then no no no, but hold on, there had Where to it have been an its an brain, th- there there had to have been an infection on its neck hole, no, right? They like, kept
3: it clean. Much like when I cut off your neck, you put new spore no, on. No, hold
2: on. It. Why the fuck did they not just kill the chicken? They kill. They cut its head off because they
3: wanted to eat it.
2: Yeah, but it was still
3: walking around and living. They're they like do that. You're like,
1: <laughs> well, goddamn. When you
2: look at that, him's still alive. <laughs> well, I reckon we should let this go as long as it does. Well, chicken. Surely do we'll never see another do. world war <laughs> in 1930. You
1: know what they
3: say: if Jesus wills it, he wills it. Yeah. Uh, fun fact: Colorado is the only state in history to turn down the olympics. In 1976, the winter olympics were planned to be held in Denver, but 62% of state voters, which is important to vote. They chose that Episode
2: ed- is going to come out after the midterms. So it is. I really hope you voted. Otherwise, unsubscribe. If you didn't vote and things turned out poorly, we blame you. You're part of the problem and if you should
1: you, be held accountable.
3: Honestly, even if it turned out okay,
2: it's still you are
3: like no, no, no. you are if the problem. If you didn't vote and it turned
2: out okay, I would just keep that quiet. I would just not tell people. Just you tell your
3: vote. coworkers, like, yeah, I voted for them. I also like the candidate with a D next to their name.
2: But if you're a, a dickhead internet troll who talks about maybe trolling people and like is really, uh, uh, what's the word I want, nihilistic about the election process, uh, if you're going to spout all this nonsense and hate, you better actually vote, even if it is for the people that we don't like, because ultimately every vote matters. And I fucking hate the people who don't vote. I fucking hate people who don't vote. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it either. I don't get it. It's choosing to not have a hand in your own destiny. You know what? Clearly, the gods I'm would be mad. Displeased.
2: I'm just going to have some Colorado weed here. So. Yeah, go Sorry, ahead. Let me, let me let me cut these nerves down. You guys, you guys, get those fun facts. But, but anyways, seriously, I'm about
1: the Olympics, it. I get yeah. why they want to turn that down because that is a shithole job that no one should want because it, it really just ends up being an economic disaster. That was exactly city. what their reasoning was. Yeah, they well, said it, it was, was an economic disaster. It was in the, the 70s cost,
3: too? pollution, and population boom it would have on the state of Colorado and the city of Denver. Look what it did to Atlanta. Look what it
2: did to Atlanta in the nineties. Atlanta like had like an economic recession after the. Yeah,
1: Olympics. and Atlanta is now for those of you that live in Europe is basically like Mad Max territory. Yeah, where but it's a major Delta roving Delta hub. bands of <laughs> preschoolers. <laughs> Childish
2: Gambino leads the largest tribe there, and uh-huh. and, and even he does not have unquestionable oh, authority. And he just yeah, recently racist. took over Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, and it's the same thing. Look at uh, what's happening to the country of Qatar as they're setting up the World Cup. There's been, like, all these deaths in the construction process that, like, no one can do anything about because they have no money and they're just building it because they're hoping it will help their economy. But it's literally them driving their economy into the ground. Yeah, in for hopes, a spectacle. In hopes to build an economy. It's awful. Every
3: year, Denver hosts the world's largest rodeo, the Western Stock Show.
2: Oh, that's kind of cool. That's neat. Do it they do cowboy cool. poker there? Are they gay poker? Cowboys? I barely know her. <laughs> You're out. You're sorry. done. No, no, no. Was a fun that was ride. Good. Cut the mic. You got more fun facts? Yeah, but I guess you guys were gonna let me see them. But I don't know. I had some, but you know, just just in case you guys
3: couldn't. That's fine. We'll okay, put the mic. Put back the on. mic just back on. Just don't make on. the fucking joke again. All right, I'm sorry. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's like Colorado has the highest mean altitude, which we talked about. We have uh, the fact that in 1867 by Seth Lake, the Astor House in Golden, Colorado was the first stone hotel built west of the Mississippi River.
1: What a weird claim to fame. Yeah. I don't... Stone
3: hotels have a lot of value. It sets a lot of good uh, cinematography areas. <laughs> you can take really good portrait <laughs> that, mode photos in front of it. That's true. That's very true. If good I point. was
2: near one of those, I'd want a portrait photo in front of it. What's the uh, capital of Colorado? Denver. Denver, I barely know her. Oh! Boom.
3: Boom! Ow! That's Look what it at feels that. like, you dumb piece of shit. I liked it, though. That's the problem. <laughs>
1: Classic. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And uh, we'll round it out with this: John Henry Doc Holliday had a brief and tumultuous existence that led him to Glenwood Springs, where he succumbed to tuberculosis and died at the Hotel Glenwood on November eighth, eighteen eighty-seven. Wait, John Henry or Doc Holliday? That's his name is John Henry, but he goes by he obviously went by Doc Holliday.
1: His name was really John Henry, sure was. Holy shit! So he
3: fought the the steam engine and lost in
1: Colorado
2: so wait you said he got tuberculosis <laughs> tuberculosis got and died from fighting a steam engine because he was, was breathing in was so much steam yep exactly Holy air pollution shit wow there that's crazy guys we just solved one of the biggest American mysteries Full right circle
1: everybody that's right I'll be your huckleberry doc
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I guess uh, let's take a quick commercial break and uh, yep. then we're going to get back to a, a quick spook
3: off oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but wait one more Rocky Ford has been dubbed the melon capital of the world don't know why it just is there's literally no more it just says there's the melon capital of the world so I'm assuming they grow a lot of melons. Eat Am food. I going to do the commercial?
1: <sighs> yeah, fine. It's fine. I need to be paid for that part. This is a commercial. Oh, we don't actually get
2: money for most of our commercials, though, so we can't pay you. For
1: Never that. mind. I'm going back to your
2: room. <laughs> okay, well, great. <laughs> I have that to look forward to. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Paul uh, from Paul's Paul's Fixes. Uh, Go ahead, before I begin this video, go ahead and hit the subscribe button below. And don't forget, leave a comment. Tell us about your favorites of our videos and things that you like best that we've done and fixed in the past. Because you know, here at Paul Fixes, we're just about fixing things. And today, my project, The Overlook Hotel. Now, a lot of you think, Overlook Hotel? What the fuck is that, Paul? Well, let me tell you. Doesn't matter uh, because you probably never saw the movie and you're not going to because it's an old one. But if you've seen The Shining starring Jack Nichols, he goes into this hotel and goes crazy. And yeah, anyway, a lot of people don't come to this hotel anymore, so I was reached out to by the manager of the hotel saying like, Whoa, Paul, I saw your YouTube channel. My kids are huge fans, and I know a lot of you out there are, so that's awesome. But they said, hey, come on down, because we would love you to fix our image. So you know what? Your boy Paul, he went down there, and there were a lot of problems, but I can tell you, first thing I did... I remove corpses from all the bathtubs. So you no longer have these sexy women turning into corpses right in front of your eyes trying to reach out to you. That's gone. Uh, we got rid of all creepy twins in the building. There are a few triplets, but they weren't really creepy. They were actually kind of adorable. But we'll see what happens when they grow up, right? Paul's ready to fix it if we need to. Then, of course, got rid of all typewriters because we needed to modernize that place and we needed to modernize it yesterday, right? Because typewriters, who does that anymore? Boom. Now they got a bunch of Acer laptops. Isn't that great? Acer laptops everywhere. You can just sit down, there's an Acer laptop. Those shit, is ex- they're not expensive, they're cheap. You can just get those. And of course, as you know, this video is brought to you by Acer. Uh, Make sure you check out Acer.com for all the deals in your area. You can pick it up at your local B&H. Acer is a proud sponsor of B&H. And of course, this is brought to you by Squarespace. If you need to make a website, uh, just go to Squarespace and, I don't know, eventually you're going to say, I don't actually know what this website is and this isn't really good and we're just going to switch it over to another service. But Squarespace will help you do that. So Squarespace and, uh, yeah, anyway, Paul fix this hotel, you should check it out and welcome back everybody uh hopefully you enjoyed whatever that ad was because i'm actually still not sure what it's going to be so in this moment i have to pretend it was there even though right now as we're sitting here we don't have an ad
3: so that ad was so funny what, i really enjoyed look it. at how engaged we are with that ad
2: i'm uh, gonna buy that product because it left an impression
3: yeah me too that product
1: exists i'd
2: I buy that for say. a dollar now this is going to be very new for everybody out there, so we're trying this out. We do expect your feedback, because if this doesn't work for you, we have to go folk yourself, team. We're really receptive to feedback. Where should, where should they send that feedback? You can send that feedback directly to hell, you pieces of shit, because this is the best thing we've ever written. We're not changing shit.
3: Well, we are, we're but not because of We what already you said. changed. Yeah,
2: but we didn't do that for you. We did that for us. So, Because we deserve it. Welcome to the new Spook Off. So what we did is we took out the middle segment that you were used to, where it was us meandering around a few stories that were actually most of the time more spooky than the main story that we told. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we decided, let's make this middle part where we have all the fun, so that at the end, when we do our dramatization, it can be full-on spooktacular.
3: Spook me, Daddy. Uh, just
2: don't oh say God, that. Oh, God, it's so just, uncomfortable. It's weird every <laughs> time. But today, it will be Nicholas. That's me. Versus ha Lugosi! Ah, 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 Just kidding. It's going to be Brett.
1: I really don't want to do that voice the whole
2: time. <laughs> it would be terrible the whole time. So, the way this will work is, one of us, that will be myself, is the judge. I will ultimately decide who won. And let me tell you, I already know who's going to win because,
3: spoiler, I wrote both stories. Well, not to mention, we know how this works. Judge, jury, prosecutioner, the whole thing. I think you meant executioner. Nope. Because no, this... I have to be on the next episode. Got it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well...
2: Then I'm going to flip this coin here. Flip, 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 land. Oh, wow, that came up, I'm going to call it in the air. It's Nick. (laughs) Wow, Nick goes
3: first. Can we just say I'm really glad we spent that $1,000 on the coin that only has me and Brett on it? (laughs) I know. That was totally worth it. Absolutely. We had to kill Ethan for it, but hey. Yeah.
1: If you guys are looking for your own thousand dollar coin, go to (laughs) johnscoins.com. Again, for listeners, johnscoins.com.
3: That's J-O-H-H-N. It's really weird. Two H's. (laughs) Both silent. (laughs) Johnscoins.com. Yeah, he prefers when you say it like that, but John. John (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nick. Well there's our ad. Nick, spook us. Alrighty, let's start our journey by taking a trip to what I assume is the beautiful town of Thornton, Colorado, specifically on Riverdale Road of Archie fame, which you may or may not have heard Brett and I talk about on that deep folking episode, because we have no idea when the hell it's coming out. Yeah. (laughs) Much like the Archie comics and hit TV show Riverdale, it's right there that you'll find the gates of hell rumor. That has it, that on this stretch of road, it leads to Rester. We just learned Nick's not great at reading. Yeah, well, it's written really odd. I wish whoever wrote it was speaking English. It's written
2: as one would read it comfortably. I had Brett Sample read it out loud. I read it
1: out loud just fine. You are illiterate.
3: <laughs> I am illiterate, so thanks for putting that on the internet, everybody.
1: It's important to know that Nick's English isn't Nick's first language. This is why he's so bad on Twitter. I get it now. Yeah, I key,
3: my keyboard is consistently in Japanese. <laughs> Please pay me back that $3.40 <laughs> that you owe me. <laughs> Let's just take it back and try again, shall we? Try that again. Much like the Archie comics and hit TV show Riverdale, it's right there that you'll find the Gates of Hell rumor yeah, there's no period, that's why. Brett did just fine. Brett also is illiterate. Just do it! <laughs> Rumor has it that this stretch of road leads to rusted iron gates that open to a place of satanic worship and human sacrifices. Behind these gates also is the charred husk of an old mansion, a haunted tree, and a chicken coop. <laughs> it's... A chicken coop that leads directly to hell!
2: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, hot damn.
3: Yeah. The mansion was built by David Wolpert during the gold rush. He was married... And he had children. He was doing great. Though there was a lot of stress being that two of his children were deaf and mute. So at least it was quiet at home. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Ooh. I don't you know ha- was original of you, write-up. Neither of you have kids you don't understand. Neither do you. Neither do you. Yeah, but I know that kids are loud because I'm loud. Man. I don't know how, okay. I like, Nick the
1: improviser. No, no, he's offensive to people with disabilities. <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> That's the name of our podcast. Go fuck yourself. A disability podcast. That's how Oh, he he hasn't been
2: able to read it. It says an American podcast. I don't understand. Got it. You just go ahead and keep reading.
3: All right.
1: Podcast from America.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Add the stress of that with being provoked by demons, and you'll understand maybe why he decided to murder his entire family and burn the house to the ground. People say they can still hear their screams echoing through the night. When the flames finally calmed, all that remained of his life was the chicken coop and his wrought iron gate. But not all was lost. Not all was lost.
1: (laughs) The two most important pieces of your property.
3: All my kids are gone, but at least I've got that chicken coop. God damn it.
2: And the voice made it into season two. We're good, guys. We're safe.
3: The gates exist to warn away people from the hellish nightmares that haunt the area, whereas it is said the chicken coop is where the veil is thinnest and where the demons convince David Wolpert to kill them all. Imagine what they could convince you to do.
2: (laughs) Burn the house down, kill your family, and then yourself. (laughs) Burn the house down, kill your family, and then yourself. They
3: can't scream, who cares? Their screams will echo through the night. Kill yourself. Kill yourself.
2: Well, that came back too, huh? The chicken coop is safe. Kill yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess it would make sense the chicken coop wouldn't burn down This is probably not attached to the building. Yeah. Also,
3: chickens are notoriously not flammable.
2: Yeah. 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 As we talked about, the chickens in Denver are really fucking resilient. Uh huh. So you can't kill them, apparently. (laughs) Oh, I, I just called the whole state of Colorado Denver. I think that's accurate, though. It is. That's fine. Okay. I've
3: only been to the Denver airport, so that's all I can tell. Is that's the entire state of Colorado? Oh, how
2: interesting! You mentioned that. Ooh, Brett. I think you have a good story for us, or a list at least.
1: It's a. This is like a BuzzFeed list. And not really a. Story. You won't believe number four.
2: <laughs> Click the next link.
1: We're really you can't trying tell, to capture, but we just put our
3: hands on our hips.
2: We're trying to capture our younger demographic know, here, guys. They fucking love list shows. so we're fucking we're
1: like roll it, millennials. Smash that subs like button. Wires.
2: Go ahead Whatever. and uh, give us an upvote and make sure that we make it to your front page. Up
1: us to the top of 4chan. Dude, 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 tumble dude. this.
2: That's what we do. Re. Re blog. I don't know what re means, but I assume it's offensive because I've seen it a lot on R the Donald. But, I mean, I guess a lot of kids go there. So, re. I think that's been banned now. Sure is it,
1: it? I'm pretty sure it has been. What is it? It was a Donald Trump subreddit of alt-righters. No, the,
2: the subreddit hasn't been. I want to know what re is. It's like... just somebody screaming. Okay, like a high pitch. Like a... Yeah, because I assume if I'm saying something offensive by doing it, uh, I I'm just letting you guys know. Uh, Dan's too old to internet. Your kids are also <laughs> reading it, uh, and you should really, really look into what your kids do on the internet because like it's it's bad out there. Yeah, it's a war zone right now. And
1: I know if I know one thing in the world right now, and it's it's that I don't yeet that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I yeeted right
3: the hell out of there. Yeah,
2: dab me one, daddy fam.
1: (laughs) God, oh, it's gross. Everything is gross. Anyway, here's Denver. (laughs) 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 All right, guys. So instead of a story, I'd like to just kind of list all of the reasons that the Denver International Airport is hiding something that is fucking evil. And we have to talk about it because it's literally the most important thing we're going to do this year. Uh, So uh, a lot of people assume that the Denver International Airport is actually the uh, headquarters of the fucking Illuminati. And uh, anyway, here's why. Uh, So first of all, they have a statue, uh, number one, by the way, this is a list. Okay, number one, they have a statue of a blue metallic stallion whose eyes, I shit you not, glow red in the night. I could literally stop the list here, but it's important to note the original sculptor wanted the stallion's eyes to shoot fucking laser beams. Or excuse me for you Austin Powers fans, freaking laser beams out of the <laughs> stallion's head. Uh, that was actually written here. Uh, that was uh, verbatim. Uh, number two, uh, the airport was the second largest in the world when it was built. It replaced Denver's airport that everyone liked uh which was apparently, you know, big a uh, bit of controversy there uh because it, uh the new one is located 25 miles outside of town. Is that right? I don't know if that's right. You've been there. I've been is to it, the
3: airport so it looked like it was far away from the town.
1: Okay, cool. So, here's where this shit gets weird. Number 3.
2: Under
3: the Wait, aer- this is where it gets weird? Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: oh, Those man. two
3: things could
2: just be regular construction snafus. Yeah,
1: but I don't know why you want the big ass horse uh I don't know why you don't. I mean, a horse, I guess, is a symbol of virility and power. Uh, so Take it you want from the to- Dothraki.
2: Denver, Denver. <laughs> we want you to know that Denver fucks.
1: Yeah, we fuck. <laughs> we, uh, we call ourselves the horse Cocktown for a reason. <laughs> we fuck uh, yourself. <laughs> under, <laughs> number three, under the airport, there are tons of underground tunnels and structures. So that's fucking weird. Uh, they're not really used in any capacity, but they exist. Uh, Most conspiracy theorists believe that this is an underground city full of either a couple options here. A, lizard people such as Ted Cruz. B, the (laughs) Illuminati. Uh, Not so much Ted Cruz because he's too dumb to be in the Illuminati. Number three. uh,
3: More like Illuminati, am I right?
1: Weirdly enough, that's number three. Shit. Creepy Nazi prison camp is a possibility. Yep. Uh, that is a real InfoWars type bullshit conspiracy theory. <laughs> but at the same but time, <laughs>
2: no one can answer what these tunnels are for. Yeah, and it's really it's fucking weird. Like the
3: Utilidors at Disney kind of thing?
2: No, because no, no, those make sense yeah. by ah.
1: comparison. Uh, yeah, it's just a tunnel network. So That's That's, weird. that's really weird. This
2: was built, and there. Uh, th- I think the original reasoning was like, oh yeah, we were going to do another floor, but then we didn't but yet they still built pathways down to it nope. that no one used do like it. Nope, 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 nope. Burn filled it. with
1: nope. Uh, so here we go. Number four, I'm going to have to use uh, what culture is writing on this bit uh, because let's talk about the artwork in the airport. Uh, it is as quoted, The Devil's Own Art Gallery awaits you in the form of two huge doomsday murals painted by Texan artist Leo Tanguma. They are titled Children of the World Dream of Peace and Peace In Peace and Harmony with Nature. And if they sound like they're pretty hippy-dippy, you're sadly mistaken. They come in the form of diptychs. Uh, for those of you that are not art history nerds like Brett, a diptych is a two-paneled piece. So one side, left side, right side. Okay? Dick pic. Got dick it. picks. yes. Unsolicited diptychs. Hashtag unsolicited diptychs. Thank you. Really Wait, uh,
3: can that be like a spin-off podcast? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Go
1: on. So uh, the first half, children and a huge... or. Yeah, the first half of Children of the World Dream of Peace is a huge man in an army uniform wearing a gas mask that is literally stabbing a fucking dub to death with a cutlass. As he does, uh, there is a line of terrified people cowering and weeping against a post-apocalyptic Mad Max style backdrop uh, like the uh, Ravaged Wastes of Atlanta. Uh, In its second half, he has been killed and all the children are happy, especially a boy in front who's uh, about to beat his lifeless corpse further with a hammer. In the peace diptych, an an all-engulfing fire approaches the horrified children who are weeping over three coffins while animals die around them. So, real quick question. What in the actual fuck is this doing in an airport? <laughs> in an in airport. airport! It's a fucking place where you go to other
3: places. Like, I'm used to, like, the Orlando airport, where it's just, like, shitty carpet and nondescript are Sandhill crane pictures. Yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in this
2: one, you get, like, a fucking SS officer stabbing the dove of peace. Yeah, and then children
1: kill him, I guess? I don't know. Anyway, number five. This shit's running long. Let's go speed round. There are etchings on the ground that people uh, either believe are representations of biological weapons or the honorifics to the savior of the lizard people, the Great Defiler. Yeah, that's right. His name is the Great Defiler. I'm not going to
3: make the joke, but you know what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, I know. We all know. He's also
2: known as the Death Defiler. Oh. they're the both.
1: great, uh, the death defiler. Uh, there's yeah. two things. Okay, crazy. there's both. There's yeah, both. excellent. Uh, number six. There's a dedication plaque for the airport that celebrates the Freemasons. Okay, that in itself isn't creepy, but here's the shit that is. Uh, references. It also references being funded by. The New World Airport Commission, so guess what, Illuminati fans, that directly relates to the Illuminati. Yeah, what the uh, hell? The New World Order being that part there. Uh, so number seven, there's fucking gargoyles all over the airport. Why? No one fucking knows. Like from the hit like, Disney
3: animated television program? More, I wish.
1: I wish, because those were at least nice and friendly, some of them at least. <laughs> what about the gargoyles? Brooklyn from, was very nice. I know. But, of Notre Dame, are they like that? Yeah, they're like that. Not mm. the nice ones, though. So, uh, uh, first of all, for those of you that aren't medieval. Like the ones
2: who killed that nice deacon. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that rapey, deacon of the, the rapey deacon. Rapey deacon who Fro-
1: hated was all Frollo? Yeah. The worst Disney villain to <laughs> Yeah. Me. So, anyway. Not
3: worst, actually, probably the best because of how scary he is. He, yes. I, I mean, worst in action.
2: Got right. It. He yes. was a racist and a rapist and is terrible. And used religious zealotry to yeah, push his. Yeah, horrifying. He's, he's literally the most evil. I Disney think the
3: villain. worst part is we're going to take a it's very, very mild tangent. I can see where they're coming from from a Catholic perspective because it almost feels not like he's doing it just to be evil. It's that he's also just caught up in it. Yeah. Like, you could tell that he's believing what. Has been told to him his entire life. Your urges are evil. No. The things you want to do are evil. No,
1: he just really wants to rape. He has that ethnic woman and put down a disabled person.
2: He has that, <laughs> but he also does fully believe that in the power he has, he can make his own rules. So you are right, yes. but he is also abusing his power. Yeah, he's
3: also yeah. taking it too far. But so we got to get let's this Let's talk airport. about abusing power, yeah, right? Yeah, finish because up the airport. Here we, right? we go. There's, Fly us out of here. So for those of you Fuck that you. aren't
1: art history nerds <laughs> like myself, gargoyles are used to ward against evil spirits. So that's uh, one thing uh, to note there. Number eight, the airport consumes far more jet fuel than any other airport. Like a crazy amount of jet fuel is being pumped to that airport. Are they yeah, trying ma- to
3: melt steel beams? I, oh,
1: mate, dark. <laughs> Nick, Nick, your improv You're just, today improv is, is really 9 y. Really uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll never forget that.
3: <laughs> God damn
1: it. Uh, anyway, so a significant amount of jet fuel that is mathematically uh, only would make sense if they were stockpiling the fuel to use to power something right? That's creepy. Yeah. So what's down, what's below it? Maybe that's where all the goddamn people fuel is going. I don't like at all. No. Uh, number nine. awful. The windshields on the planes at the Denver airport often mysteriously crack. And if you're thinking, well, yeah, Denver is fucking high and fucking cold. Well, guess what? You know what's higher altitude and colder? The fucking sky. So shut up and let me get to the final weird thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. This is good. Good writing. Anticipating that BuzzFeed list. All right. Here we go. BuzzFeed list number 10. The airport is shaped like a fucking swastika. This is not a joke. Fucking Google it. Hang on. I'm looking at it right now. The airport is shaped like a swastika. I am not making this up. Seriously. The airport is shaped like a swastika. A swastika is what the airport is shaped like. People visiting Colorado to enjoy some recreational weed and ski vacation. Oh my God. Fly into a swastika shaped airport. If you look at it from the sky, you see that it is a swastika. The airport is shaped like a swastika. Again, the airport is shaped like a fucking swastika. What if the that hell? That doesn't show that this place is scary. I don't know what does. Moral of the story, Denver is creepy and I now never want to go there and neither should you. Uh, this story has been brought to you by the Denver Tourism Board. Denver, we have Nazi lizard Illuminatis and if that's your thing, come join us. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good BuzzFeed list. Yeah, yeah I thought that, I nailed that. Yeah, you did, you I, I, that casual cadence? tone. Yeah, that yeah. Escalates. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
3: Also, their airport's shaped like a fucking swastika, guys. <laughs> it's like some kind of weird like Slid across, squished swastika, but it's definitely there. it's a lizard's interpretation of a swastika. Yeah, it's have a lizard's the, eye
1: view. The
2: squishy old eyes; they can't see <laughs> it the way we can. Yeah, the sharp edges are lost in yeah, lizard they eyes. They don't get that. That's fucking weird. That's a weird place, right? That is super. What a weird thing. Why yeah. would you build that? I don't know. And so here's the thing: no one on this, like we we have talked about conspiracies before. We we've, we've had these conversations none of us are really like weird in our beliefs and we don't really dive too deep into That's like the true. completely surreal. <laughs> like we, we look for some logical facts before we dive into it. Yeah. This one has a lot.
1: There's a lot to unpack there. That's wild. I think
2: we have to go.
1: I kind of want to go there just to look at the creepy ass airport.
2: Yeah. Like fly in. Hey, and Let me tell you, day. I am a
1: fan of municipal airports. They're strange places and you get really expensive, not good food there. I don't know if you guys have tried that before. But man, if you haven't, you're missing out. They have a Starbucks usually, but it's not a real Starbucks. They also normally they have, have like a, Pete's. A, a
2: Barney's and a Pete's as well. Like They have the, I went different to the coffee there. It was really options. good. It's,
1: That's good. I wonder if this one has one.
2: They also will probably only have their own specific cafe, like the airport cafe, uh-huh. which...
1: If there's It's actually Starbucks, named the airport cafe. Why would
2: you go to the airport cafe because you know that they're just giving you truck stop coffee? Exactly. Yeah. Why wouldn't you
1: just go to the Starbucks?
2: Exactly. But We're that's
1: fucking peaks. wild. The thing is shaped like a swastika. And then there's a creepy fucking mural of some weird post-apocalyptic world. Like, what are they doing? Like,
2: who built that? Okay, like- so here's what, here's what I'm <laughs> proposing. Ready? I, I, Victor. Victor, when you listen to this first, I need you to add some spooky music and a jingle. Now I need you to make it sound like my voice is echoey. Got it? Cool. Here is to anyone who is looking to make a new travel show. You need to fund GoFolk yourself and we will do a United States road trip and we will go to the Denver airport and we will go to the tunnels. Even if we are forbidden to go into the tunnels, we will go into the tunnels. We will explore the tunnels and we will have a rollicking good time smoking recreational re- weed which in is the legal, tunnels.
1: Which is fine. Which it is, is fine, fine. <laughs> there.
2: And we're going to do that and we're going to find the Nazis or the lizard people or the Illuminati and we are going to get an exclusive interview and we are going to join them likely because that's probably the only way they'll let us live
3: yeah i agree the Illuminati's that is your new king
2: (laughs) that is your new lore amazon Uh because you know lore's not pulling for you
1: yeah you know what Uh, let's go ahead and let's pull out the soapbox here let's dust that thing off lore is fucking (laughs) boring lore (laughs) sucks it
2: sucks so bad we don't suck i am well aware that by critiquing lore i am also critiquing my great uncle who is in an episode of lore but i don't care i don't care lore sucks all right, if you guys like lore, you're probably also listening to us. And I'm going to say it. My great uncle, John Biner, if you happen to be over the age of 60 and you're listening to our podcast, first off, great job figuring out podcasts. I'm proud of you.
3: I still don't know them that well. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I'm bad at it. Second
2: off, John Biner... He is a relative of mine. I will get him in a Go Folk Yourself episode. And Not you to be will confused with John
3: Boehner. Totally different.
2: Different guy. John Boehner, he's a politician. John Boehner, he still holds the record for most appearances on the Ed Sullivan Show, and he's going to die with that record because there's the Ed no more Ed Sullivan Show It's
1: gone. Ed Sullivan's dead,
2: yeah. I think. Pretty, so pretty positive on that one. That's most what like you got a, to look forward to if yep. you fun Go Folk Yourself.
1: Exactly. Sci-Fi Network or Netflix. <laughs> or, or Amazon. Hulu. Or Amazon. That Anybody, would be the greatest victory. Whomever has money. Yeah, anyone. You it's going
3: to be on Apple Music.
2: Oh, all right we should probably move on to the next segment yeah let's so thank you all for enjoying the humor of tonight's episode we're gonna go ahead and suck that right out (laughs) Uh,
1: by the way dan which one was the better story that you wrote and then man whatever whatever. um, oh man
2: i think i have to give it to the denver airport
1: is that because it was longer and had more things in it
2: it is because it actually genuinely scares me
1: yeah, it's really weird, and I don't like it. Although I do want to go to the chicken coop yeah. from hell.
2: Not I gonna lie. Yeah, no, the chicken coop from hell is great. Uh, also, but guys, in the future, it won't be me writing both episodes. I'm just gonna let you know right now. We we all really fucked off last night and had our own separate parties. Uh, I, I we, we you know we. we it was a late night. We didn't get the writing done. Uh, we wrote the main story.
1: We yeah. also totally thought Victor and Ethan would be here. Yeah, so we we <laughs> because
2: weren't we prepared. can't read apparently, uh, and it just made more sense for me to write both while the other two recorded a, a deep folking. about so. the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Hey, check that out. Go ahead and smash that up, dude.
3: Blop, bop, dude.
2: <laughs> Vote that up, Link. like. All right, we're moving on to the next segment. Here's another ad from our sponsor. Hey, guys, it's Paul from Paul's Fixes. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast you're listening to. Uh, you're now getting an ad for my YouTube channel, Paul Fixes. Uh, check out Paul Fixes, where I fix such things as hotels, like the Overlook Hotel, which you heard about in the previous ad. Uh, I fix bookcases, which are great because like, it's those cheap ones from Target that are made of particle board, and you think, oh, it's better to throw it out. I'm going to show you why it's not better to throw it out, and you can salvage that thing and make an awesome bed frame. Uh, I also fixed your cat, so that was easy. Uh, A lot of people thought you need a special license or some sort of skill or education, but you don't because you can watch other YouTube channels that teach you how to do it, and then I made a YouTube about how to do it as well, so it's like I took their video and I made it mine, and that's not plagiarism or theft in any way because I did it myself as well Uh, and yeah I also fixed the terms and conditions for YouTube uh, and made them a lot better for people who don't want to make money off videos that they post so thanks smash that like button go ahead and give me a subscription and then go ahead and comment if you're the first person to comment obviously in all caps write the word first that's still hilarious then go ahead and look at the related channels and related videos. Uh, those will get me more updates, and I need those because the more you click on those, the more I'm related to them. Uh, and this system and structure makes tons of sense if hey, you Hey, what is this, it. a
3: crossover episode? It's me, your brother, Logan Fixes. I've got my separate channel where I show you how to fix other things that aren't broken... yet. But today, we're going to talk to you about our favorite thing, fixing YouTube that's coming up our big expose Logan you gotta hurry the skip button's about to come active man. smash that skip. smash hurry. that skip button no, no wait guys, no skip guys. button oh, shit, no.
2: hey guys it's Chet here go over you tutorials that's where I
1: explain
0: you
3: all rise for the honorable judge M.B. Gary Hensdale District Court <laughs>
0: We are convened here on the 6th of April, 1883, to hear the accusations of Jean Cabazon against Alfred Packer, who stands accused of the murder of his companions near Montrose, Colorado, and the unspeakable act of consuming their flesh thereafter. Oh, How no. does the accused plead?
2: Uh, not, not guilty. I, I only killed one of them, and he had it coming to him.
3: Please only reply guilty or not guilty, you witless imbecile.
0: There'll be none of that in my court, bailiff. Uh, I, I ain't guilty. I, I ain't a murderer. <laughs> we will now hear the testimony of John Frenchy Cabazon.
3: The judge calls forward John Cabazon. Do you swear to tell the whole truth? Nothing but the truth, so help you God? Eh, uh, oui. What? Yes.
0: Go on now, son. Say your piece.
3: I knew this Alfred Pacquiao ten years ago. I know what he has done and that he has, how you say, lived as out of law for last nine. He and I were in the same, how you say, mining group. Oh, objection!
0: This man don't even speak English!
3: Overruled. Continue. Thank you. We traveled together near Bracken Ridge to find for gold. For to trade gold to, how you say, Indians?
0: Objection. They are to be referred to as First Nations peoples. Overruled. Sir, this is the year of our Lord 1883, and we refer to them as Indians, as in the race of men from the nation of India. Overruled. I am a figure representative of the time and the law of that time. Continue. Shit. Okay, you got me there. There we
3: travel to meet Chief O'Reilly, the leader of the First Nations peoples, in beginning in 1871 to trade gold and furs. He let us stay with him through the rest of the winter. Backer, he say, he wants to leave early and tell five of our group to live with him. They leave and he, how you say in English, murder them in the wilderness and eat their crops he escape justice and leave on the windowless until I see him again in Cheyenne, Wyoming and turn him into justice. That's bullshit! I, I ain't killed all of them. I only killed one of them. What ah. the fuck is wrong with you? This is the 19th century and yes, we say fuck and that is very crass even for this time period, but seriously, what the fuck is wrong with you? They will hang you. Do you know that?
2: I, I ain't gonna let that French bastard tell lies and, on me and. and-
0: well, now to be fair, I think he's from Canada, but I'm not really sure you should even, like, go down that kind of xenophobic... J- oh, Judge, okay. I'd
2: like to enter a confession to set the record straight. Are you
3: fucking kidding me right now? Oh, shit.
2: After having been in this camp for about one week, a man by the name of Lutzenheiser and four other men started for the agency. H- having been informed by Chief O'Reilly that from his camp to the Indian agency, it was 40 miles, while in fact, by our reckoning, it was 80 miles. Our party had no other provisions, only what each man carried, they being on foot. As a result, our provisions soon became exhausted, and we five men had concluded to cast lot to see who should be food for the others. But just at this time, a coyote was seen, which was immediately killed and was the means of saving one of that party, from a tragical fate. There being two trails to the agency, we took the upper trail for the purpose of reaching the agency faster, and we were on foot and carried what provisions we could in blankets. After nine days, our provisions were com- completely exhausted. The snow being deep, we were compelled to keep on top of the divide in order to travel at all. And these divides led to the top of the Rocky Mountains. Our matches had all been used, and we were carrying our fire in an old coffee pot. Three or four days after our provisions were consumed, we took our moccasins, which were made of raw hide, and cooked them and ate them. Our suffering at this time was most intense, such, in fact, that the inexperienced cannot imagine. We could not retrace our steps, for our trail was drifted over. In places, the snow had been blown away from patches of wild rose bushes, and we were gathering the rosebuds from these bushes, stewing them, and eating them. In following these divides, we soon gained the tip of the Rocky Mountains, and the snow being blown away from the top of the mountains, and our feet encased in pieces of blanket, we were enabled to travel along steadily. Now, my friend, you can imagine our condition on the top of the mountains, with nothing to kill for food and not even any of those rose bushes. Starvation had fastened its deathly talons upon us, and was slowly but torturously driving us into the state of imbecility. In fact, Bell, the strongest and most able-bodied man of our party, had succumbed to the power of mental derangement and was causing the party to be very much afraid of him, as well as that which we felt to be the inevitable doom of each mentality. I am at a loss to fully express our feelings at this stage, but we consulted each other and concluded to come down off the mountain for we could not tell whether we had passed the agency or not, for it was either snowing or blowing constantly. And as it happened, we descended to the fork of the Gunnison River, and we camped one night just above the river. And in the morning I ascended the mountain for the next purpose of ascertaining if there were any visible signs of civilization on the opposite side. The snow being very deep, it required the entire day to make this trip and return. As I neared the camp on my return, I was confronted by a terrible sight. As I came near, I saw no one but Bell. I spoke to him, and then, with the look of a terrible maniac, his eyes glaring and burning fearfully, he grabbed a hatchet and started for me. Whereupon, I raised my Winchester, and I shot him near the hip. He stood again, laughing like a madman, clutching his hatchet gravely. I thus shot him again, and again again until he could no longer stand I knew no help could come to him from where we were so I fired a final shot into his head to keep him from suffering further the firing from my rifle did not arouse the camp so I hastened to the campfire and found my companions dead Bell had butchered them in their sleep I suppose their limbs hacked from their bodies their heads removed and set up in a neat line. There was blood everywhere to be seen, and it appeared as though it were a butcher's yard. Can you imagine my situation? My companions dead, and I left surrounded by the midnight horrors of starvation, as well as those of utter isolation? My body weak. My mind acted upon in such an awful manner that the greatest wonder is that I returned to a rational condition. In looking about, I saw the unimaginable. I saw a piece of flesh on the fire, which Bell had carved from Miller's leg. Revolted, I took the leg from the fire with intent to bury it with Miller. I covered my companions with their blankets and remained with them through the night. In the morning, I moved about 1,000 yards below where there was a grove of pine trees. I I distinctly remember taking a piece of flesh and boiling it in a tin cup. My mind at this period failed me. When my mind returned, I found by my tracks that I had been visiting around the adjacent territory seeking rose bushes, seeking those rose buds, which I apparently found, for I noticed that by force of habit I had been stewing them in my tin cup. I had the flesh from Miller's leg packed with me. I ate it in my travels, my mind lapsing therein. For three weeks I was taken care of at the agency. At this time, the sheriff, Amos Wall, asked me if I could realize what I had passed through. In reply, I gave him as complete an explanation as I could, after which he told me to go away and not permit it to longer worry me. I did as he advised, so far as to going away, and after the lapse of ten years, I was arrested in 1885 upon the charge of having murdered my companions. Now, my kind friend, in conclusion, permit me to say that I am today, as ever before, a member of the human family. Although isolated and away from that which is dear to the heart of every man, am I the villainous wretch which some have asserted me to be? No man can be more heartily sorry for the acts of 24 years ago than I. I am more a victim of circumstances than of atrocious designs. No human being living can say that I, in cold blood, with evil intent, murdered my companions upon that awful occasion. What could be the object of me taking their lives in a wanton manner? I bear no malice towards living, man. Even though I may feel that I have been unjustly dealt with, still that supremacy which rules over all knows that I I forgive as I wouldn't wish to be forgiven. In this, the darkest hour of my earthly existence, I feel, as I have long felt, that I would have far better off had my execution taken place years ago. And I might now be with those companions whose ghosts, I assure you, do not haunt me. For if the soul has existence beyond this mortal life, each and every one of those unfortunate men knows that I am innocent. As it is there, there is an unexplained power which retrains my hand from freeing my soul. Hence, all the brightness in the firmament of my earthly future is centered in the hope that I may eventually be given an opportunity of proving to the world that I am less black than has been painted. And to all my kind friends, I can but reiterate that my heart today, as before, abounds with thankful gratitude for your many expressions of goodwill. I should like to be set at liberty under the banner of a pardon, but if that should not be deemed best, I would gladly avail myself of the opportunity that a commute would give of showing that I came into existence under circumstances similar to that of others, and that I still possess the desire to live and do right. Oh, my friend, Were it not for the flame of hope which burns forever in the human heart, life would certainly be beyond endurance.
0: It becomes my duty as the judge of this court to enforce the verdict of the jury rendered in your case and impose on you the judgment which the law fixes as the punishment of the crime you have committed. It is a solemn, painful duty to perform. I would to God the cup might pass from me. You have had a fair and impartial trial. You have been faithfully and earnestly defended by what passes for a counsel. I'll take that as a compliment. The presiding judge of this court, upon his oath and his consciousness, has labored to be honest and impartial in the trial of your case, and in all doubtful questions presented, you have had the benefit of the doubt. A jury of 12 honest citizens of the county have set in judgment on your case, and upon their oaths, they find you guilty of willful premeditated murder. A murder revolting in all its details. In 1874, you and company with five companions passed through this beautiful mountain valley where stands the town of Lake City. At this time, the hand of man had not marred the beauties of nature. The picture was fresh from the hand of the great artist who created it. You and your companions camped at the banks of a stream as pure and beautiful as ever traced by the finger of God upon the bosom of the earth. Your every surrounding was calculated to impress upon your heart and nature the omnipotence of deity and the helplessness of your own feeble life. In this goodly favored spot you conceived your murderous designs, you and your victims' had a weary march, and when the shadow of the mountains fell upon your little party and night grew her sable curtain around you, your unsuspecting victims lay down the ground and were soon lost in the sleep of the weary, and when thus sweetly unconscious of danger from any quarter, and particularly from you, their trusted companion, you cruelly and brutally slew them all, when your murderous hand was guided by the misty light of the moon, or the flickering blaze of the campfire you can only tell. No eye saw the bloody deed performed, no ear save your own caught the groans of your dying victims. You, you, then and there robbed the living life, and then robbed the dead of the reward of honest toil which they had accumulated. At least so say the jury. To other sickening details of your crime I will not refer. Silence is kindness. I do not say these things to harrow your soul, for I know you have drunk the cup of bitterness to its very dregs, and wherever you have gone, the sting of your conscience and the goadings of remorse have an avenging nemesis which have followed you at every turn in life and painted afresh for your contemplation the picture of the past. I say these things to impress upon your mind the awful solemnity of your situation and the impending doom which you cannot avert. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You, Alfred Packer, sowed the wind. You must now reap the whirlwind. wind. Society cannot forgive you for the crime you have committed. It enforces the old Masonic law of life for a life, and your life must be taken as the penalty of your crime. I am but the instrument of society to impose the punishment which the law provides. Will society cannot forgive, it will not forget. As the days come and go, the story of your crimes will fade from the memory of men. With God, it is different. He will not forget, but will forgive. He pardoned the dying thief on the cross. He is the same God today as then, a God of love and of mercy, of long-suffering and for kind forbearance, a God who tempers the wind to the shorn lamb and promises rest to all the weary and heartbroken children of men. And it is to this God I commend you. Close up your ears to the blandishments of hope, listen not to its flattering promises of life, but prepare for the dread certainty of death, prepare to meet thy god, prepare to meet thy aged father and mother of whom you have spoken and who still love their dear boy. And I am allowed to quote all of this christiany jargon in a court of law because in the year eighteen and eighty three this Christian stuff is as popular as that PC culture of today. For nine long years, you, Alfred Packer have been a wanderer upon the face of the earth, bowed and broken in spirit. No home, no loves, no ties to bind you to the earth you have been indeed a poor, pitiable waif of humanity. I hope and pray that in the spirit land to which you are so fast and surely drifting, you will find that peace and rest for your weary spirit, which this world cannot give. Alfred Packer, the judgment of this court is that you be removed hence to the jail of Hinsdale County, and there be confined until the 19th day of May, eighteen. In eighty-three, and on said nineteenth day of May, eighteen and eighty-three, you be taken from thence by the sheriff of Hinsdale County to a place of execution prepared for the purpose at some point within the corporate limits of that town of Lake City, in the said county of Hinsdale, and between the hours of ten a.m. and three p.m. of said day, you then and there. By the said sheriff, be hung by the neck until you are dead, dead, dead. And may God have mercy upon your soul. <gasps> we, we can fight this. This is not over.
3: Man, I don't, I don't know about that. Y- you'll see. We're taking this to the Supreme Court. I mean, you had a guy and confessed. This one is kind of just an easy win for us. I'm not the type of guy who cares about only the crime stance on those cop shows like in the hit HBO show The Wire, but I do take note of it. The story
2: of Alfred Packer did not end with a hanging. His case was taken to the Supreme Court of Colorado where his sentence was reversed. On June 19th of the year 1899, Packer was paroled and set free. It was widely reported that he became a vegetarian before his death. He is buried in Littleton, Colorado with a veteran's tombstone listing his regiment in the Union Army. For your Europeans, those were the good guys.